your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I would like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen every day. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's Sunday morning episode, we will be recapping last night's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The good, the bad, those Definitely a lot of stuff going on in this game for the Hurricanes. And as always, we'll be taking a quick look around the league at everything else that happened last night. So obviously, first things first with this game, the Hurricanes won 5-1 to in pretty dominant fashion. And yeah, this was a game they should have dominated. They are definitely on a different level than Columbus. Columbus, they their win. Not saying they're like full on bad. They're they're not bad. It's just they're. I want to say at least three of their wins had came from pretty subpar opponents. So you know that definitely played into fact played a factor into oh just how good is this team? Just like the Denver Broncos when they were undefeated for a bit there. And people were like, okay, are you good or are your wins just coming against subpar opponents? And that's what ended up being with them. And that's kind of what ended up being with Columbus as well. Uh, And, you know, I had a feeling heading in to this game, special teams was going to be a big factor in this game. And it ended up being exactly as I thought. A big factor in that game because heading into this game, um, Columbus had the fourth best power play in the league. Carolina Hurricanes, I want to say, had the fourth or fifth best penalty kill. So they were going to be fairly evenly matched. But yeah, power play and special teams did play a big part in this game. And thankfully, the Carolina Hurricanes penalty kill was able to come up come up big because they ended up it wasn't as bad as in Montreal where they took six penalties but in that game last night they took four penalties thankfully they were able to stop three out of four of those which was really really good and it's nice to see that our penalty kill is still extremely extremely dangerous but on the flip side of that the Carolina Hurricanes power play was pretty darn good last night they went three for six on the power play which i think is really good for them especially in years past where power play hasn't been that great thankfully last year it was and this year it's shaping up to be really good as well um and yeah this was definitely an up and down game i would say but one thing i did like and really the downs were the Carolina Hurricanes just continuing to take stupid penalties. I will say one of those I think was a bit of BS. Um, it was the 
one on Brett Pesci, and I want to say it was a holding penalty, but it was clearly just a dive from Voracek, but, you know, he, he should have get, gotten called for embellishment, but, yeah, that was what it was. Thankfully, the Hurricanes were able to kill that one off, and actually, they ended up, actually, no, they didn't kill that one, because it ended up turning into a five-on-three, and then that got killed, because Columbus scored their uh, lone goal of the game on that one, so, yeah, that that was what it was there, uh, but, you know, the Hurricanes, they were able to really come up big, and really dominate the way they should have dominated, and, one thing I did like about this game was Jesper Faust. He is really finding his groove as a Carolina Hurricane because yeah, you know, in the past you know he had been a bit of a non-factor. Yeah, you know, he had some few good plays here and there, but you really weren't seeing anything out of him. Whether it was a goal, an assist, a defensive play, like you weren't. He, you just weren't hearing his name at all in any aspect. But, you know, this year we're starting. He seems to be finding his groove, offensively especially. But, yeah, that's really good that he's finally just starting to, again, get his groove. He's scored in three out of the four first games for the Hurricanes, which is really good. Hopefully he can continue that production maybe not uh yeah every four game he scores out of three out of every four games obviously that that's definitely a very high production but you know it's nice to see him finding his groove and another one who is really i'm really impressed with starting out getting out of the gate is sebastian ajo because historically he tends to have slow starts in October, but now he's having a really good start to his season because in the past it's, oh, he'll maybe score a goal here, have an assist there, but you really don't hear much out of him when through like the first month of the season, but this year we're hearing his name a lot, which is really, really good. And that was definitely something where it's just, I said that I felt he was one of those that needed to take the next step into really being a real core piece on this team. He already was, obviously, but in the offseason, I was saying I felt the Hurricanes would bring in like a top six winger to help score goals. They didn't do that. They were banking on the guys that they already had. They are banking on Sebastian Ajo. Andre Svechnikov, Tevo Teravine, and Vincent Trocek. They're banking on these guys to step up to the plate. And that's what they're doing this season so far. And there were a lot of other guys that really stood out to me that I really liked in last night's game. And then, again, I do want to touch on some of the things I didn't like as well. And we'll be talking about all of that stuff right after this quick break, folks. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for all the other good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle. 
and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch all of your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more about DirecTV Stream at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Okay, folks, we are back. And as I mentioned before the break, I wanted to talk more about things I liked and didn't like from this game. And one of the big things really just from the start of the season, is Frederick Anderson. He was great again last night, and he is continuing to bail the team out. And we'll talk more about that stuff here in a minute. But, yeah, he finished that night, or last night, with 28 saves. Obviously stopped 27 shots, or 20, (laughs) ooh, excuse me. He stopped 28 of 29 shots, excuse me. And he had a .966 save percentage, and... As I mentioned in the previous episode, this is the Frederick Anderson that the Hurricanes were banking on whenever they brought him in. Because obviously, I was very critical of that decision. Because you had guys, Peter Mrazek, Alex Dukovic, James Reimer. All those guys were really good for you. And they knew the system. Your team knew how to play in front of them. And then you elected to let all of those guys go. And then you bring in Frederick Anderson, who is totally, yeah, he's good. But the past couple years up in Toronto, he was not. He was pretty meh. And he was also hurt. And this is the guy you're going to be banking your Stanley Cup hopes on. But so far, it looks like it's a decision that has paid off. James Reimer hasn't yet played for San Jose. Peter Mrazek is hurt. Alex Nelkovich has only played one game for Detroit, and he lost that game. So, yeah, it's definitely a decision that looks to have been paying off so far, and I do hope he can continue this because that was really the one thing the Hurricanes were lacking when it came to taking that next step to winning a Stanley Cup, and it was goaltending. And we'll see how things go uh, with Auntie Ranta when he is going to get his next start. I really thought he would be getting it last night in Columbus, but they elected to go with Frederick Anderson, which I'm fine with that decision. He's earned it. He was he's been playing out of his mind, and we'll see how things go come Monday. I think Monday will be a real test for him. Because they're going to be playing against his old team, Toronto Maple Leafs, who they're definitely having a rough start to their year. They're at two, three, and one right now, and they're definitely struggling to get things going. But we'll see how that goes. Because yeah, they're having issues right now, but they do have a lot of talent on that team. So it, at any moment, they could just flip a switch and be that Toronto that everyone thinks they can be so we'll see how things go there there'll obviously be something we talk more about tomorrow whenever we preview that game but 
I will say one thing that the Hurricanes are I'm not liking from them is like I said they're taking too many too many penalties and Freddie is having to bail them out on the penalty kill too many times because not only are they taking those penalties they're also having defensive lapses and this was something I really pointed out in the home opener because I thought it was really bad there but yeah it's definitely still a factor it's just they're there's just making bad passes they're leaving lanes open for other teams and just things you hadn't seen in the past as much from these guys just again lapses in defense which you hadn't seen before which i do think a lot of that can be can uh attributed to that they had to replace half of their blue line this offseason and these guys are still learning how to play with each other because you look at your top pair, you have Jacob Slavin, who obviously has been here for a long time. But then you have Ethan Bear, new guy, young guy. Second pair, you have Brett Pesci and Brady Shea. So those guys, yes, they've been here for a while, but they're really guys that hadn't played with each other a whole heck of a lot. So they're still going to be figuring themselves out a little bit. But yeah, they... They are going to be a little bit easier. And then on your third pairing, you have Ian Cole and Tony D'Angelo, who are both two new guys that are learning how to play with each other and learning how to play with the rest of the team and learning how to play in front of their goalie. But yeah, I do think these lapses, they will they'll get better as time goes on. Uh, at the end of the day, I do think that is just something that is attributed to just they're growing pains essentially like i said going to into the season they're going to be growing pains this year for sure and we're going to see it early and i think this is really just one of the biggest growing pains we're having is just our defense right now and i think once that gets better i think those lapses uh they won't be there those bad passes won't be there those lanes that are sometimes getting left open, I don't think those will be there. Thankfully, the Hurricanes, they play really fast. So they can get down to the other ice and tend to shut things down pretty quickly. But again, you're still leaving those open. You look at a team like Toronto, you leave that lane open, they very well could go down and score on you. Because especially if Freddie Anderson is going to be playing, they know they played with him for years. They know how he plays. So they could very well get that get that goal that Columbus or Montreal or Nashville couldn't get. But that's just something we'll have to wait and see. At the end of the day, the Hurricanes did play really, really good last night. All things considered, your three stars of the game were Jordan Stahl with a goal and assist. Freddie Anderson with the second star at 28 saves and that 966 save percentage. And Vincent Trocek with a two-goal, one-assist night. All in all, the Hurricanes had a really good game. I'm really liking how Jordan Stahl is starting to is continuing his success that he had last season. It just offensively, everything just started going in for him, and things are starting to go that same way this season already. Vincent Trocek, it was nice to see him getting his uh, first two goals of the season. Obviously, one look, it originally looked like it was going to be a Svech goal, but it ended up bouncing off Trocek. So, Svech's goal streak, 
came to an end, but he still does have a four-game point streak because he notched assists on both Trocek goals. And actually, it could have been 6-1, to one, but uh, Svech goal ended up getting called back because his stick was above the crossbar. So that was what it was. But again, the Hurricanes... They played a really good game all in all. Again, you just got to get that defense in check. And then, guys, they need to stop making those fancy plays and stop doing too much. That was a criticism I've had in the past where I just feel they try to do too much. Just keep it simple. Do what you got to do. Don't try to make that extra pass. Don't try to do that spin move or, or anything like that. Just make the pass you need to make. Take the shot you need to take. Don't do anything crazy. I think we'll be good. But at the end of the day, we're still undefeated. We've obviously moved up in the standings with winning last night. And we will be looking at where the Hurricanes are at in the standings, in the division, and in the league. And as well as taking a quick look around at the scores from last night as well. And we will do all that right after this quick break, folks. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but say you just started listening to a show for this season and you don't know what Built Bar is, well, I'm going to tell you what Built Bar is. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors, including coconut, Trey Barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, which is my personal favorite, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And say you may have only tried one or two of those flavors or you haven't tried any of them at all. You can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of those nine flavors. Find your favorite as well. They also have limited time flavors come in and out of their lineup all the time. So make sure you check their website, built.com, for those limited time flavors. But regardless of the flavor, all Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. They are also great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. And right now, you can get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. It is now time to see where the Carolina Hurricanes stand in the Metropolitan Division and the NHL as a whole. Because heading into last night's game, the Hurricanes and the Blue Jackets were both tied for third in the Metro. The Carolina Hurricanes obviously won that game as we've been talking about. And they now move to 4-0-0 on the season. Whereas the Blue Jackets now drop down to 3-2-0 on the season. But with that win last night, the Hurricanes now sit at number 2 in the Metropolitan Division at 4-0-0 with 8 points. Obviously, like I just said. But at number 1, the New York Rangers are still there sitting at 4-1-1 and 9 points. And third, you have the Pittsburgh Penguins at 3-0-2 at 8 points. You have the Washington Capitals at 4th at 3-0-2 and 8 points. New Jersey Devils in 5th at 3-1-0 and 6 points. The Columbus Blue Jackets, like I just said, at 3-2-0 and 6 points. 
Philadelphia Flyers at 2, 1, and 1, and 5 points. And then the New York Islanders sitting in last place at 2, 2, and 1 with 5 points. New York Islanders is still just a big surprise of seeing them sitting at the bottom of the division. A lot of folks, they were thinking that they would be sitting at the top with us this season. Obviously, it's still very, very early. As a recording, they've only played five games in an 82-game season. So there's plenty of time for them to turn things around. So obviously, don't look into that too, too much. But it is still definitely like, what the heck? As I mentioned in the last time we recapped uh, league standings, it's crazy, you know, beginning of the season type stuff, seeing teams where you wouldn't expect to see them, like New York at the bottom. You have both Buffalo in second in the Atlantic and Detroit in third in the Atlantic. Yes, Stanley Cup finalist Montreal, who finally got their first win of the season. They're sitting in eighth place in the Atlantic. And then you have San Jose in second, Vegas in last. And yeah, it's just crazy to see how things are going at the start of the season. But Looking around at the league, the Carolina Hurricanes are now sitting at 5th place in the NHL. To round out your top 10, you have Florida in 1st, Edmonton in 2nd, New York Rangers in 3rd, St. Louis in 4th, Carolina in 5th, San Jose in 6th, Minnesota in 7th, Pittsburgh in 8th, Washington in 9th, and Buffalo in 10th. They Buffalo was just handed their first loss of the season as well. So, we'll take a quick look at the other scores from last night. Obviously, the Hurricanes won their game 5-1. That's what we've been talking about for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> but, you had the New York Rangers take down the Ottawa Senators 3-2. The Flames beat the Capitals in overtime 4-3. The Wild beat the Ducks in overtime 4-3. The Jets beat the Predators 6-4. The Canadians destroyed the Red Wings 6-1. The Avalanche beat the Lightning in a shootout 4-3. The Devils beat the Sabres 2-1 in overtime. And then the Panthers also beat the Flyers 4-2. The Penguins destroyed the Maple Leafs 7-1. The Blues beat the Kings 7-3. The Islanders shut out the Coyotes 3 to nothing and then the Canucks beat the Kraken in the Kraken's home opener 4 to 2. So, obviously a lot of games last night. I think uh heading into Monday tomorrow that will be an interesting game against Toronto because Toronto, yeah, they're not having things go well for them this season by any means, but they just got their butts handed to them by Pittsburgh, so they're going to be pretty angry at that, and they're going to be hungry for a win. So it'll be interesting to see how things go in that game on Monday. Obviously, we'll be talking about that game tomorrow on Monday. <laughs> but yeah, it, that's going to be an interesting game. And then, obviously, the NHL doesn't balance their games well because now you only have four games tonight. And then, of course, in tomorrow's episode, we will... Do a quick recap of those games as well, just letting you know the scores of those because I know a lot of folks that listen to the show like other teams as well. And then, obviously, the main focus for tomorrow's episode will be previewing tomorrow's game 
against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Will we see Seth Jarvis? Maybe. Will we see Antiranta? Maybe. I don't know. We'll just, we will just have to wait and see. And that will obviously be stuff that will be discussed in tomorrow's episode. But until then, go follow Locked on Hurricanes on social media at Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And now that you've made Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day, go make Locked on Fantasy Hockey your second listen of the day. And until then, I will talk to you guys tomorrow.